0: Support for industry focus comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. You're confident when it comes to your work and life. Rocket Mortgage gives you that same confidence when it comes to refinancing your existing mortgage or buying a home. It lets you understand all the details so you can be confident that you're getting the right mortgage for you. Go to rocketmortgage.com forward slash fool. Welcome to Industry Focus, the podcast that dives into a different sector of the stock market every day. Today is Thursday, August twenty fourth, twenty seventeen. So we're talking about energy and industrials. I am your host Sean O'Reilly, and to my left is the man, the myth, the legend, Mister Taylor Markham. What's up, brother?
1: That's what you got wrong, man. What? not the myth or the legend. You am a be. man though. You had to be more <laughs> than just a man.
0: <laughs> I don't know where that's. You like my from. bail Batman? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what do you think, Austin? Was, was it good? Could have been better. Fine. Oh, could have been better. Next time, <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard better impressions. From <laughs> um, I, it is not my forte to do the Bale impressions. I'm sorry. I'm really more of a Michael, Keetman, ba- Michael Keaton Batman. Anyway,
1: let's have that one. No, no.
0: Oh. Um, so today is we said what week on industry focus. So it is. Um, we we had to work hard. Didn't we? We did some digging. We we had to work really hard, but uh, we are all talking about um, basically times that we may or may not have made a boo-boo mistake, made a wrong investment not, call. Not, may not have. We had to. Yeah, have. I'm hedging. Just, yeah, I'm- <laughs> <laughs> Which actually has a bearing on my mistake that we'll be talking about <laughs> That's in a true. few minutes. Foreshadowing. <laughs> um, dun dun dun. Um, and. Uh, Basically, the takeaway is the importance of looking back, keeping a record, journal, diary to something, but reflecting on your investment thoughts and processes because um, that's how you grow. That's how you learn. Um, Hopefully, you change and adapt over the years. The best investors in the world, of course, have changed their tactics. Yeah. Yeah. But Buffett no longer looks for cigar butts. (laughs) Yeah, those are gross. Well, you know, they made him $25 million, you know?
1: They did. But not billions of dollars. I
0: just did the Doctor Evil. Anyway, uh, who's going first? Um, I don't know. Pick it out of a hat. Um, all right, Dremel, please. Okay, all right. Let's. I I lost or won? I don't know which. Okay. Uh But well, your uh, your error was slightly bigger than mine. It was so good. though. It was slightly I'm, bigger than I mine. I honestly, uh, we're, we're gonna talk about this. It's fine. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Austin, we're gonna play the clip now. All right. So this is my Hail Mary pick, and it is literally a. The best hail mary pass I could think of, which was Lynn Energy, we're going um, with
1: the dirty, dirty, dirty been, value play for
0: his uh, for his hail. They're Man down what ninety percent over the last year, something like it's that. It's very sad, but uh, they do have some of the best hedges around. I think we can all agree on that. And uh, it's a hail mary pass because even when oil prices recover, if that were to happen in the next year or two, they would survive and possibly come out on the other hand, you know, on the other end of it, okay. Um, they're about eighty or ninety percent hedged on their production this year, and that tapers off next year at about two thirds. Then they're in trouble in twenty seventeen. Okay, so um, one, I think I lost the fantasy draft.
1: Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Although so your winner, Silver
0: Wheaton, is come back down to earth, which was fun.
1: It has. I need to. Go Did back you update to the numbers the and everything? There's a well, one company is no longer with us, Ooh. and Spectra. Got, they got bought, bought out. Which so is, I need to go back uh, and do some math. Kind but, of a uh, win. Yeah, no, i it, it. I think I'm still in the lead, but the Silver Wheaton was my best performing. It was, at the time we had the cutoff.
0: It, it, it was like we did the picks. This is in 2015. September 10th, 2015. I mean, I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, I can't believe I was talking to these losers. There. I know, seriously. Um, I'm sure you feel the same way. Uh, but I was like, oh my gosh, like it's been a while, but mm-hmm. um. Yeah. I didn't think it
1: was that far ago or that long ago, but it was. Yeah.
0: But uh, I was listening to it, and um, it was like Silver Wheaton just went up the second we recorded.
1: Yeah. I think the peak was like 70 or 80%. But so the gist was we each picked three stocks. You, me, and uh, Tyler Crow all drafted three stocks. We had like a a stalwart, our number one pick. Um, The second pick was like a, I can't remember what it was. And then the third pick was our wild card.
0: And so of course my loser that we're talking about now is the Hail Mary Wildcard. The Hail Mary, wild card. The Hail and Mary that wild was, card, Yeah, your your yeah. waiver wire pick. So, you know, I said a couple of things and I you know, I, I knew what I was gonna talk about this episode. I was mm-hmm. like oh. I have to talk about Lynn. Yeah, Lynn Energy. I don't want to, but I have what to. What ticker is that
1: on now? Like is it on the is it on like it's the in, Mexican it's stock in, exchange now? It, is it can you even buy shares? No. Now? No.
0: The the bondholders own it. Uh, um, well, so if you haven't figured it out to our listeners, Lynn has gone the way of chapter eleven bankruptcy. The way of the dodo. Um I forgot that Tyler Crow owns some shares, like in reality. Yeah. Yeah, they talked about that uh-huh, in the episode. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, long story short, um, It was my hail Mary pass. Um, I knew I had to talk about, but I wasn't. Upon re listening to it, I was, I was less depressed about the move Um, because I said it's a bet on oil prices recovering in the next year or two. Mm -hmm. They have not. Um, Huge MLP. They were hedged ninety percent for the twelve months going forward from when I think I picked it. So again. They they had some life. It's just when those things ran out, their their massive debt load was just too much. Yes. Um, it was the largest national limited partnership MLP in the United States at the time, I believe. And um, it was the bell of the ball. It was. It was the bell And, and the ball. it was the largest, most successful MLP. And the problem, of course, is it's great when oil prices are high and they can make acquisitions and expand that distribution, but. When you pay out ninety percent of your earnings in order to expand and grow said distribution, you need access to capital markets, mm-hmm. and therein lies the rub. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I, I, you know, upon reflecting this, and I now have a very solid rule, which I think I talked about in the last month or something. But um, any commodity stock, I they have to have some sort of cost advantage, mm-hmm. and they didn't have that. They would just buy assets from other players borrow yeah, money they kept for leveraging cheap, and that'd up be it. yeah that was it. Yep. and it works great if
1: you can keep producing yeah. and yeah and then the fact that they had to pay out pretty much all right. of their net income yeah. to shareholders doesn't leave you much wiggle
0: room i actually looked at the bonds a while ago and the bondholders got some recovery value did they? like did yeah. they were not wiped out like the assets were still producing oil. Yeah, I but, mean,
1: it is still land, but it's only productive if you have money to produce it. Right. And, <laughs> That's,
0: uh, yeah, I think they said
1: that right. Either way. It sounds, I know it, what it, you sa- it sounds like, I know what you meant. Duh. You have to have money to produce and right. make money, but they didn't. So,
0: and the don't. other, I always, wa- I mean, it, it's impossible because they all do this, but they were heavily leveraged. Like, I think it was one to nine mm-hmm. leverage rate. Like, it was, they had, Billions and assets. But that was a business model. Yeah, yeah. and it's uh, you know, so you know, I I learned from it. Mm-hmm. It was it was admittedly my admittedly like the,
1: synthesize all of that into like one key takeaway.
0: Leverage is bad, especially with a commodity player. Yes, um, you know, uh. A company that doesn't need capital to produce free cash flow, like a a, a Google or something, yeah, or a software th- business, you can leverage and, yeah. that thing up, and it won't matter. Mm-hmm. It will not matter. Um, this the leverage is like you're walking around with this blade, yes. And if you trip, game over. Yeah, it's always facing you. Um, and they didn't have a cost advantage. And at the end of the day, I then I believe that oil recover far more quickly, and you know, like a lot of, I mean. Nobody knows what's going to happen, but um, but uh, you need to have some sort of advantage. Mm -hmm. You when you invest in a consumer brand or a stock or something, you need some sort of brand name like a Coca Cola or a Gillette or we call that a moat. A moat. And in commodities, you have to have that, and it's Mm -hmm. actually even more important. And the only way to do that is some sort of cost advantage. Yes. Um, And that's it's evident in my my number one pick from that episode, which is EOG Resources. Um, They're not like. Showering money on their shareholders just yet, but they're still here and they're still kicking. They're games. not
1: on their deathbed, or I guess in the ground.
0: Yeah, but their oils—they're the not in
1: either. Their oils in <laughs> the ground—that's <laughs> yeah. right.
0: Um, but uh, yeah, so learned a lot. It was—it's uh, it, been a fun couple of years for oil, and yeah, uh, very very good use case scenario for the business schools. That price chart, man. Uh, so before I move on. I'd like to remind our listeners once again that support for Industry Focus comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Chances are, you're confident when it comes to your work, your hobbies, and your life. Rocket Mortgage gives you that same level of confidence when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. With Rocket Mortgage, you can apply simply and understand fully so that you can mortgage confidently. To get started go to rocketmortgage.com forward slash fool. equal housing lender license in all 50 states nMLS consumer number three zero three zero so Taylor-hmm um I have to own up to something yeah all and right, we, you're 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 good man you're real good
1: what do you mean I'm good
0: but you're human I know and you occasionally eh, we're gonna talk about the same episode yeah yeah. Um, yeah it's funny we both went back to that
1: yeah, well, I mean, we picked three stocks each, and it's a long time period, so a lot, a lot could uh, go wrong. I'm really
0: glad we did it. Yeah. Like looking back, I was like, I knew exact when we came up with the idea for this themeic. I knew exactly what I was going to yeah. do. Yeah,
1: and I'm sure like at some point between then and now, we've also said something that didn't pan out. But uh, rifling through those episodes with just a few paragraph, like a few sentences right. of description, is tough to really. So this one, I knew yeah. we could turn to it and find something. And my something was, uh, well, let's listen to yeah. the clip first, and then, and then, and then I'll talk about why it was wrong. I'm going with Devon Energy. Uh, I'm going with my first producer. I'm looking at this company, uh, a pro in terms of enhanced oil recovery. It's got good basin coverage with e- with the Eagle Ford, the Permian, um, amongst others. Those are the two most popular that you might that you might know of. Um, it's getting into reusing a lot of its own energy to, to lower its cost. It's still producing pretty well. They, they increase their production year over year in the latest quarter. Um, pretty low cost in terms of what you're seeing out there. Not Maybe not as low cost as EOG um, in terms of per barrel cost, but they're still competitive and they've been beaten up just as much as some of the worst producers in the business. And So I think that uh, this company could fill some nice holes. So you heard me talk about Devon Energy, um, also a producer. That was also my wild card pick, uh, the third the third pick that I made. And for a time there, it uh, treated me pretty well. You know, 2016 was a decent uh, time frame for oil producers after just completely bottoming out in the beginning of 2016. Um, but 2017 just shows you that this is a very tough market to predict. And my mistake there was. Actually, suggesting or actually not technically owning, but owning in a competition an oil or gas producer. Um, I've said several, several times on this show that I don't believe in owning oil, or gas, miners, um, oil or gas producers or miners simply because, like we talked about, they're typically dead heavy companies. Um, and the cyclical nature of these businesses is just so hard to overcome. If you look at so Devon Energy from the day that we recommended it down 22.8%.
0: And you 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 picked it after a dip. No, yeah, it was, it was... we
1: picked it in the, towards the end of 2015 which it had already suffered the huge drop at the end of 2014 and 2015 was still a little trickle. 2016 just totally smoked it at the beginning, January, February. And then, you know, you saw the rebound. But that rebound included to date, since we recommended or since we talked about it, Devon Energy down
0: 23%. The uh dividend was cut.
1: Yes, the dividend was cut. Uh oil and gas producing, ETF, X ticker XOP down 20%. And then the Energy Select Spider from, from iShares only down 5%. So that includes the whole energy industry, services companies, pipelines. Um so you see how much difference in in performance there these producers had and then you compare it to the S&P 500 and you're just hang your head in disgust because the S&P 500 is up 27% since we had this draft. Um and then you think, "Oh man, that's only a couple years." But then you go back a decade and the the same oil and gas producer ETF down 32%. Versus the select energy select spider only down ten percent, and uh, Devin down sixty percent over ten years versus sixty five percent for the S and P five hundred. So um, there's certainly times that you could have bought a producer over the last decade and made a made a killing. Yeah, but it's tough to it's tough to know when to sell, and these sell offs for these producers generally drop much further than. Uh, the previous bottom or yeah. or right around there. So um that was that was my big mistake was investing in what I don't know. I mean, I know about these producers, but I I, I know I guess not, not not what I don't know, but investing in something that I've already said I am not going to for these specific reasons. And even I took a flyer. And yeah. this shows what happens when you Take a flyer sometimes.
0: Don't uh, don't break your rules. Yeah,
1: I mean if you have you, that's one thing you have to have an investing process. Sure, you can adapt over time, but um, this was a this was a hard and fast rule for me.
0: Did you um? So holding this up into the light of uh, you know, my lesson that I learned, which is just. If you're going to do this, it needs to be a low cost producer. Was that why you picked Devon? Like, where do they fall in this? Because yeah. EOG, they're. I, I remember first like seeing EOG three years ago. So yeah, we can compare they're EOG's even. ticker. I mean, they're
1: since that since our since our draft, um, EOG is it's actually up nine point seven percent. Yeah, versus... and that was my bedrock. Pick. Yeah, right. So
0: I mean, they're. I mean, you can look. Any report you look at is like they're incredibly low cost producer.
1: Yeah, and they're they're somewhat integrated because they source some of their own yeah. sand. They have some takeaway capacity from some of their more remote well sites in terms of pipelines. Um, so yeah, they're they're best in breed, and they're still underperforming the index by eighteen percent since we drafted right. um, the S and P five hundred index. And uh, yeah, Devon Energy, I thought. Was one of the more skilled companies in terms of unconventional drilling and uh, going back in with CO2 and water to really maximize well production. And they, they still kind of are, but um, having to cut the dividend really hurt their shares. And uh, just goes to show like Lynn cut their dividend a couple times, I think. And you've seen a lot of these, even big energy producers. Uh, The integrateds cutting their dividend, not all of them, but a handful, and uh, that to me proves that no one is safe as an energy producer or a miner because they've, I would say over fifty percent. I feel like had to cut their dividend. I mean,
0: econ in econ class in school, you learn that in the long run, any commodity producer, at best, you will get average returns on invested capital. It'll be about like ten percent.
1: If they can't cover their capex from cash flow. How the heck are they going to continue to cut a, cut a dividend check to you? Um, the in, bondholders, yeah, obviously. Well, I guess. <laughs> uh, so, cash flow, cash flow,
0: cash flow. Very good. Uh, well, I think we both learned something here today.
1: Yeah, and both centered around uh, energy producers. Um, so kind of interesting there. Yeah, I mean it is it has been especially tough the last few years. But like I said, going back ten years, oil and gas producers as a as a unit. Have had a very rough time of it, and ten years—that's a couple cycles—and and you're still in the
0: red. Right. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for your time, as always, man. Mm-hmm. And that'll we'll do it. better
1: over the next year. Somehow. Somehow. Fingers crossed. Yeah.
0: I mean, I won't, because of but. <laughs> Uh, and that is it for us, folks. If you're a loyal listener and have questions or comments, we would love to hear from you. Just email us at full.com. Once again, that is full.com. And as always, people in this program may have interest in the stocks they talk about, and The Motley Fool might have formal recommendations for or against those stocks, so don't buy or sell anything based solely on what you hear in this program. For Taylor Markerman, I am Sean O'Reilly. Thanks for listening, and Fool on!